Good evening and welcome back to the question and answer series for anash.org. Question. My state now is the height of the virus. May we wear a mask on Shabbos even if there is no Erev. Okay, the answer is like this. Yes, you are permitted to wear a mask even when there isn't the Erev. Now let me explain it a little bit. There are a couple of styles and of, of um, masks. There are N95 masks, which is basically the best protection. It's 95% protection that no, uh, um, no follicle should go, you should, should go into your body. Now, since it is made to protect yourself, it's Pasheta, you are permitted to go with it on Shabbos. Now we know in order to take to go out on Shabbos has to be or a thing which is a Malbish, which is means protecting your body, like a, like a clothing, a Malbish is clothing which protects your body, or a thing which is called Tachshet, a jewelry, which is not to protect your body, only to beautify your body. Now, the Allah is in Simashin Aleph, Altrebe Shechanorach Sifid. So the Altrebe Azoif is permitted to go out with a, some kind of, of, of um, clothing on his uh, body in order to protect him that it shouldn't bother him, make him tsar. Shechanorach starts like this if it is made to make sure that you shouldn't get dirty, your clothing shouldn't get dirty, it's not permitted. To go out because it's not called a malbish, because it's not protecting your body; it's protecting your clothing. But if you're putting on a clothing which is made to protect your body from tsar, so therefore it is permitted to go out in Shabbos because it's called a malbish. Now, let's go back to our mask, N95 mask, which is basically made to protect a human body that shouldn't go in anything, the virus shouldn't go into your mouth. So that's no problem, and it is considered a malbish, and you could go out with no problem. Now, the other kind of masks, which is not N95, which does not protect that much a person from, from the tiny dots, droplets. You could still go, it's only made, people are using it, and the government wants you should use it, that you should protect somebody else from getting the virus. That means it protects you that you shouldn't when you sneeze or when you, uh, uh, if you spit or something, that you shouldn't uh, contaminate the, 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 the air and contaminate automatically the virus will go into somebody else's body. So that's why you're wearing the protection. So it's not that much made to protect yourself, it's made to protect somebody else. Even such a mask, you are permitted to go out in Shabbos, even when there isn't the Arif, because this is still considered a Malbish. First of all, because it still protects you from big, bigger droplets, not tiny droplets, bigger droplets, so it's still a protection. But even let's assume it doesn't protect you at all. It's only made to protect somebody else it is still permitted to go out because the Alter Rebbe brings down the Shekhanorach also in Simashin Al which is the Simon which goes 
which are the, the, the halachas of what you could take out on the Shisarama or not. So the Alter Rebbe writes a Sif Tezvov that a person which is basically in house arrest or, or he, has a, he has a chain on his, on his foot or today's day there is uh, this kind of uh, a monitor on, on the foot, he is permitted to go out with that on the Rishisarabim. Because it is made to, to protect the master or the, the police or the, the government, it's made the, to protect the, the government or the authorities to protect this, this person should run away. So although the person which has the chains, it's not a malbush for him. From his part, he would like to get her off. But since it's made that a, a protection for somebody else, it is considered malbush. The makar of them, we see also in Gomorrah. The Gomorrah writes that uh, you have a, a slave, which they used to put on, on the slave like, like a, um, a chain or some kind of... Um, uh, like a plate on the on the ever that he is a slave and he belongs to that master the name of the master so uh, the Shekhanor the Gemara says that uh, ever a slave which is basically Eved Kanani which is Mechiev with mitzvahs like the women are Mechiev which one of the mitzvahs is also Shabbos which the women are Mechiev the same is Eved Mechiev so he's not allowed is not permitted to carry on Shabbos so the Gemara says he is permitted to go out with that, with that choyse, with that plate, which says that he is a slave for that, that master. Although the ever the slave does not want it on himself. He only carries it because the master wants it and protect the master that he should run away. So we see a thing which is not made to protect you. It is made to protect the, somebody else. It's still considered a, a, a malbush. We have another Allah which Alter Rebbe brings down in Sif Chovdalat that the government once upon a time had asked all the Jews should wear like a yellow pin or a yellow star and uh, you had to wear it so the Alter Rebbe writes that you are permitted to take it to go out with that on your on your body on your clothing because although it's not made to protect not you and not know somebody else, but the Gzairus HaMalchus is that you have to go with it. So, it is also considered a Malbish. So, this will give us lenient, even if a person wears a mask, not because he wants to protect somebody else. For instance, he's in an area which, let's say, everybody had it already. But the government forces you that you should basically wear a mask. So, therefore, you can still wear it. But Tziref, we also know that Bizman Azeh, the Al-Rebbe brings it down a couple of times in Ilkha Shabbos and Ilkha that Bizman Azeh, we don't have real Shisarams. So it's not a derise. So therefore, um, it is no problem to go out with it. Now, the only problem is that we have, we, we know that even though things which are permitted to go out in Shisarabim, because it's a Malmajah Tachshit, you still have a problem if we are afraid that you're going to take it off it's also to go in the Shisaram that means if we, if we are afraid that the jewelry women will take off their jewelry and show it for somebody else and they're going to carry it in their in in hands 
So you're not permitted to go out in Shisaram. So why aren't we afraid that the person will basically take this mask and put it on, on top of the chin? A lot of people, if they don't want to wear the mask, they slap it down on, on the chin. And only when they see a cap or somebody else, they put it on their mouth. So basically, when you put it on the chin, that's not a malbish. So why aren't we choishish that you cannot wear this mask because you're going to put it on your chin? The answer is because since when you are going to put it on your chin, it is not the way how you carry it. In order to be over for Isa Daraisa, you have to take it out and carry out something in the street, the way how you carry the stuff in your hands. When you take a mask, you put it on your chin, although it's not permitted to walk around like this in the Shisharabim, but since you're not permitted to do it only only mitzad midrabonan, so we are when when the chashash is only that you're gonna carry it or even we don't make such chashash. We don't have such chashash. So to sum it up is that basically any mask which you wear to protect yourself or to protect somebody else, and it's mandatory that you have to wear it, you are permitted to wear in the Shisarabim also um Befrat as Bismanazeh according to most poiskim, Ainun Rishi Sarabim, the Rais Vron Avri Rishi so it's only a Drabonan, so we could wear it. Now, again, you cannot wear it on your chin, but you can wear it regularly the way how you have to wear it. Next question. Can a husband ask three people to null a vow, that means to be mataneder on behalf of his wife? The answer is yes. The Shechanorich Yedai Simarai Shlamadalat. The Shechanorich says that a, a, a husband could be Shoyal the Neder, that means he could go and ask to know a vow, a vow of his wife, but he could not be part of the three. That means he has to go to three other people and tell at least for one person the vow, and they could be Matanader. He cannot be one of the three. But he could be a shliach to, to be mataneder in front of the three other people. He cannot do it for somebody else, not even for his daughter, but for his wife he could do. So, um, yes, a husband could go and ask to be mataneder, his wife's neder, but he cannot be a part of the bezin. Question. I forgot to take challah from my challah and reminded myself on Shabbos. What do I do? Uh, we know the Shekhanorich writes, Al-Trebbe brings it down, and also in Hilchis Yomtev, that the person is not permitted to take challah from a dough on Shabbos because it's masakin. It means till now the, the food is not, it cannot be eaten, eat, eat eaten, and now when you take challah, it could be eaten. The same is you cannot take Maser, Trumas and Maser, and Shabbos. So, if you remind yourself in Shabbos, you didn't take of Chala, what do you do? Now, if you live in Eretz Yisrael, there's nothing what you could do. If it's by Nashmushas, you could still take Chala. Because it is only Isid Rabbonan, and Isid Rabbonan, by Nashmushas, Letzorich Mitzvah, you could take Chala. But once it gets Tzesa and gets night, you cannot take challah anymore and you cannot eat it anymore because it's not taking challah. So it's also to eat challah from challah et Yisrael if you got to take challah. But if you live outside of et Yisrael, in Chitzlur, 
The lochi is chalas chitzlurit is only midrabonim. So therefore, you could eat the uh, you could eat the challah, but you have to leave over a piece of the challah, and then matzah shabbos you will take challah from the leftover. That means you eat let's say ninety percent of the challah, then you take challah from the ten percent which is left over. And that is considered challah. And only in challah's chislerus you could do that, that you could eat it and rely on Matzah Shabbos you're going to take challah. And at the soul you cannot do it. So, I don't know from where you are when you send this this, uh, this question, but if you are not Yisrael and if it's already at night, you cannot eat that challah. You have to ask for somebody else to give you a challah. If it's in chislerus, you could basically eat um, most of the challah, leave over a piece, and then take challah at Shabbos from that piece. Like Abba the Brocha, Zugan Dachroinim, Rav Shemazalman, and other that you should make a Brocha at Shabbos. Next question: Can you please address if it's okay to squeeze grapes and use it for kiddush, or more has to be done? You should be able to use for kiddush. The answer is no problem. The Gemara says in Sechus Bovabasa, Daf Samach Zayan. A person can take and squeeze grapes and he makes Kiddush on it. And it's, bring, it's bring, brought down in Shechanorach, Simon Reish Ein that a person can take grapes and squeeze it and that's fine enough for Kiddush. So to answer your question, no problem, you don't do anything. Just squeeze it and you could use it for Kiddush. Now, the Shechanorach also writes, Mitzvah it's preferable if you could have old wine. Yain Yushin. Okay, but that's only Mitzvah Minamifcha. But if you don't drink wine, you drink grape juice, and you want to squeeze out and uh, make must and make Kiddush, it's a Leketchila Shilabeketchila. Question. What food requires to be Bishl Yisrael? Um, any food which is oil al that means it is a a choshev, uh, food which goes it's being served in a fancy place by a chasana by a, by a presidential uh, dinner anything which is a fancy affair and it is it, and it's normal to serve it by such a dinner that's called oil al needs to be bishli israel another criteria it means has to be that you cannot need eat it when it's raw that means any food which you could eat it raw there's no problem if it's not bishly raw if a non-jew cooked it but if it's not you cannot eat it when it's raw and it is a food which is oil al that means it's served by a fancy dinner it needs to be be bishl israel follow-up question to this previous question what food requires passes rule? Food what requires passes rule is any food which is basically a mazoinus, which could be made, which which you could be making a bracha berch samoitzi. That means any food which, if you eat it, even if you make now a mazoinus, for instance, cake, crackers. But if you're gonna eat a sheer kviyasida, which is Dalad bites them or uh, six bites them depends uh, if you get full or not. If in any way, shape, or form, when you eat mazoinus, you will get to a way that you will you are 
you'll have to make a Berches Amozan. That's called Pas, and has to be Pas Yisrael. If you make a Mazoinus on a thing which can never become a Berches Amoitzi, for instance, Serial HO, then it does not have to be Pas Yisrael. That's the criteria of, of, of Pas Yisrael. Follow-up question. What is the difference between Pas Yisrael and Bishl Yisrael? The answer is Pas Yisrael from one side is it's Mer Chumar that you don't have the linear thing that if it's not Oil al then it's Mutter. But, but Bishl Yisrael we said if it's not Oil al that means it's not um, served and a fancy dinner. It could be but it doesn't have to be a Bishli Yisrael, but by past there's no such a heter. It's not oil al-Sheikh Menucham. But on the other hand is, past Yisrael is, past Akim, past Palter is much more lenient that if a person does not have any past at all, he is permitted to eat past Palter. That means a place where you don't have a Jewish baker, you could buy from a non-Jewish baker. So, from one hand, Bishul Akim is much more humor that it is, there's no heter. If he has the criteria that it has to be Bishul Yisrael, there's no way how to get around it. But in Pas Akim, you do have a way around that if there's no Oifi Yisrael, and there's no option for you, let's say, to put in, throw in a match or, or etc. But on the other hand, Pas has one thing that it, there's not a difference if it's served on a fancy dinner or not, always it is considered Pas Akim and it goes to, according to the law of Pas Akim. Follow-up question to this question. Are there any Hachshayrem that are automatically Pas Yisrael even if it doesn't say on it? Such Shibulim, Geifen, Tuftam, Crackers, which says Parve, Yoshin, Mazoinis, but doesn't state it's Pas Yisrael. The answer is all this uh, what you just mentioned, Shibolim gave an all of these um, crackers, the cakes, which is from the Chsidish Chshayram, is uh, automatically past Israel. If it's from the national Chshayram, has to state that it's Bishl, it's it's is uh, past Israel. If not, it's not necessarily past Israel, but all from the Chsidish Chshayram. Even though it doesn't say pass is rule, it's automatically pass is rule. Follow-up question to this. What is considered pass par-baked? That if we put it in the oven, it's considered pass is rule. The answer to this is, if it's not finished and you help it finish, then that means you make, you make it, it should get better then it's considered pass, pass is rule if you finish it. But if it's finished, it is only you put it back in the oven to make it to get a better flavor or to freshness, that's not considered pass is rule. So again, anything which you put, it's not fully baked. And when you put it back in the oven, it gets fully baked. It is considered pass is rule by you finishing it. But if it's finished fully, it is only, they, they, they recommend that you should bake, uh, bake it for a couple of minutes for freshness or for best flavor. It's not considered pas Yisrael.
Next question. Do you have to wash your hands after trying on new shoes in a store? Because the law is that when a person touches shoes, he has to wash his hands. But if he touches new shoes, he doesn't have to wash his hands. So the question is, if a person, person puts on shoes which is new, but he, he, he used it already, that means he put it on in the store in order to try it if it's considered new and you don't have to wash the hands or it's not considered new. The answer to this is, since it wasn't worn on a regular basis, it is only tried on, it is considered new and you don't have to wash your hands. This is what um, my Rebbe Ravosna writes in his Psukim in the Koivetz of Rabbi Salaivi. This is also I saw Rabbi Haskarot Paskins also that even though a person wore it to try it on, it's still considered new and you don't have to wash your hands. Next question. Do I need to stand up when the Chazan is saying Kaddish? The answer is no. When a person hears Kaddish, he does not need to stand up. But it says from the Rizal that whenever the Chazan starts Kaddish and a person stands, he should stay standing till the end of the Kaddish. So you don't have to get up when somebody says Kaddish. But if you are standing and you started saying Kaddish, Shtayt Fenarizal, that you should um, uh, stay standing and not sit down. Question. According to the Shekhanurach, you can sit in front, you cannot sit, sit in front of someone as Davrin Shmonesra. Do I need to stand up when someone comes in back of me when I am in the middle of saying Krishna? The answer is no. The same Shekhanorach which writes that a person is not permitted to sit down in front of a person which is basically davening Shemun Esra. And it's a very important halucha to know that if a person davens in the Dalat Amas from a person who davening Shemun Esra, you cannot sit down. The Shekhanorach says also that if you are sitting there already before he came, before it starts Shemun Esra, and you are davening, so you don't have to stand. So to answer your question is, if you are standing, you want to sit down, you cannot sit down when a person is davening Shemoneser. But if you are sitting and davening, if you're sitting and not davening, you should stand up. But if you are sitting and davening Krishma or something else, or saying even Tilam, you don't have to stand up because you were sitting before he started Shemoneser and you were in the middle of davening. Okay, we'll stop here and please join us next week for the next week's cheer and submit your questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week.